Welcome to Fans of the Forge. I'm Chris. To my right, we have Teresa. And to my left, we have Sean. That's right. And today's episode, we are recapping Season 5, Episode 2, The Shiavona. The contestants for this episode were Brad, a Connecticut guy, local, yeah, rooting for the home team guy here, maybe. Was it North Branford? I think so. Yeah, yeah. represent. North Granby. Granby. Oh, North who Granby. cares? Where, where is that? North I don't Brand- even know where that is. That's it's like it's some part of Connecticut. That oh, doesn't matter. Yeah, anyway, he was a three-year part-time experience guy, and he was my underdog pick because out of everybody here, he had the least experience. He seemed like a decent enough guy. So, most yeah. Connecticut people are. That's subjective. <laughs> um, the next guy on the list was Brendan, and he was a he had 13 years experience full time, and that was Teresa's pick, my pick, and Sean's underdog pick. And it was funny when we were actually going through the picking and stuff at the beginning of the episode. You know, I looked at Teresa was writing down all the information and I wasn't feeling very well. So I was actually laying on the floor with my eyes closed, just oh. listening to it. And then like after we had like a repeat, I asked her, well, how many years experience did everybody have? And then I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, all right, I guess I'll go with Brendan. And she goes, you picked the only one with the beard again. <laughs> so I had my accidental beard bro there. Um, and then from there we had Jeff. He also had 13 years at mm-hmm. part-time experience. That was Teresa's underdog pick. And then last but not least, we had Wes, who was a 30-year experience, full-time, and that was Sean's pick to win it. Right. So round one, they started at a farm. Yep. They come outside, a nice, bright, sunny day, and they see coal forges. They were forced to use coal forges, and they also were only allowed to use two power tools, angle grinders and chop saws. And then they were then told... Up that hill, there's a big old pile of scrap metal old farm tools that you got to go pick through and pick the metal for your blades. They were given four hours, and they had to kind of contend with the the heat of the day and the fact that it was very sunny. Actually ended up making it a little bit more difficult for some of the processes, some of the forging that they had to do. Uh, Wes, in particular, he picked a saw blade and a piece of an axle, and the saw blade was crap metal. He couldn't do much with it, and he tried to change to the axle at one point, but that was too thick, so he ended up going back to the saw blade. And after all the work he put into it, like it didn't look like it was good, and then next thing you know, he's got a full-shaped blade yeah. out of nowhere. Even the judges were like, well, that's not going to work out. It's, it's going to fold over really easy, and it showed him hammering it out, and it was kind of deforming. And then all of a sudden, hey, he's got a blade. And it looks good. And I was like, oh, okay. He had a blade. And, uh, you know, he ended up, he did have some cracks in it after the quench. uh, So that was a little bit of an issue. They they noted seven different cracks uh, during that process. Uh, Brad, he overheated his metal and had to start over. That was probably about two hours in. Jeff, he couldn't get the forge going. He never had used a coal forge. And he was just struggling to get the the thing running consistently <laughs> uh, but even with almost cold forging a lot of it he managed to pull off this beefy blade that didn't have any cracks in it which is almost the most common thing that's going to happen when you're cold forging a blade like that is you're going to most likely have all these stress fractures that come up 
when when you're hitting it with it not being warm enough. But he managed to to get something put together, and then Brendan, he, as he was making his, noticed an inclusion during the grinding process. He must have broke through the little pocket. That was his second blade. Oh, and that was on his second blade. Yeah. He had actually he, overheated his first right. one. And he pulled out uh, an auger, and he was unwinding it, and then he had a, he had like 90 minutes left when he started over with this auger he had section. He up the hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he run up this hill like 50 yards away, come back, start over, and uh, he started grinding it, and there was just, just nasty-looking inclusion in there. And this yeah. was our introduction to the show when we, we first – heard about it my dad was like the show is great they have these tools and they have to go out hiking up the hill and get their the metal before they can put it in the forge and like, okay dad we'll check this out <laughs> yeah it was one we happened to when we first turned it on and we're looking for an episode to watch it just so happened that that was the most recent one at the time and so we had watched that was probably one of the first episodes we mm-hmm. watched and uh we're like oh that's what he's talking about yeah we get it we get why <laughs> yeah. the show's good but in the long run when it came down to the to the judging, uh, Brendan had some issues again with the inclusion, but because Wes was cracked so badly in, in multiple spots, they had to boot him from the show. So Sean's pick right off the bat got booted. Yeah, he got booted, man. But you know, he even said it. He survived four divorces. He could survive losing the competition without a problem. So really? Hey, four man. divorces? Hats off to you. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on to round two. It's probably got like four cats or something. (laughs) So round two was when they put their handles on. They also needed to have a hidden lanyard hole um, that would be bigger than a quarter of an inch. And as far as looking through our notes, none of us really had anything written down for round two. Not a whole lot of drama. How much happened in there? Working on the blades fixing whatever problems that they had had. They were inside now, so they could see a little better. Um, then we go to judging, where we have the hoof slice. Brad had named his a hoof slicer. He was his own special blade. Yeah, well, about decided, that. Yeah. yeah, he named it a hoof slicer during the first part. Did did they know what they were going to be yes. doing yes. for a test ahead of time? They said yeah. that they were going to be chopping hooves. Hooves, they so, did. So he made something specifically to you know, chop hooves. Okay. Called it a hoof slicer, and his blade folded a little bit. But then when it was Brendan's turn, he had significant chipping all along the blade. And Jeff's just demolished those hooves. There's basically nothing left. He oh, took ex- care of those hooves. Yeah. <laughs> it exploded. It was pretty nasty. And then when it came to the sharpness test with the burlap sack, Brad and Jeff did really well. And Brendan's cut it, but it had a snag because of all those chips, and so he was the one eliminated in that round. And now Brendan was a pick of all of ours for one reason or another. It was mine and Chris's actual pick, and Sean's underdog, and he's gone. When will my beard bros win? When? Not now, apparently. You gotta get rid of that beard. <laughs> <laughs> That's the long and short of it. The beard. <laughs> well, no. I stick strong with my beard brothers. <laughs> all right, so... That brings us to round three, the Shiavona. And it was a 16th century weapon used in Italy. Uh, mercenaries were hired to guard a Venetian head of state, use these weapons, um, had multiple fullers in it, and had a double edge, a basket hilt, and guard. And uh, they needed to include a cat head pommel on their weapons. Um, 
also <laughs> featured in Assassin's Creed. Like, I guess, many weapons. So there you go. Um, they feel the need to point out what's in video they games. They do. They so. really <laughs> hit the video game thing. I don't know if it's to get people excited about it. I think that's a that's Is a good way to get a... I don't know if it's an advertisement. I feel like it's a good way to just pull in a younger crowd that maybe is more into video games. They're like, hey, I use that oh, weapon. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah, that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. They've they mentioned other video games. I don't think it's not too much as always recent. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, the build was mostly uneventful. Um, Jeff had... Well, I noticed that Jeff, he seemed to use mostly hand tools in this. I didn't mm. see a lot of power tools that Jeff was using in this. Um, you know, he, he got a bend, I think, after his quench, but he was able to fix it. You know, typical for anyone that's in this challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, he did notice that his guard was kind of rubbing on his knuckles uh, when he did, like, a test hit on some rope at his place. Um, but he, he couldn't really change his day five, whatever. He's just going to leave it and hope for the best. Uh, Brad, very energetic at his home forge, started doing pull-ups, started hitting a speed bag to get that energy out, and then did a pineapple, like, slice joust on his little pony <laughs> on his little farm there. It was okay, but, you know, neat. Give him, give him some props for that. He's yeah. <laughs> He's I the, guess uh, I, I bet the camera style. crew showed up. And he's like, hey, guys, yeah. I have a horse. <laughs> right. I got a post and a pineapple. Like, let's do it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, kind of kind of fun. And he's having fun with it. And so it takes us to judging. And first was the kill test. Um, and they had uh, Doug's brother again. Yep. Mm-hmm. RJ. RJ. Yep. Um, and they both passed. They both had some different handle rubs. So Jeff had his knuckle rub from the guard and um brad had like a thumb rub on, on the guard right so i was wondering like when they are designing these things obviously they're making measurements that they think will make will work good to not rub against the inside of your hand but i wonder if there's some better way they could have done that like approximated the size <laughs> of a fist or something using something to as as they wrapped it around to, to kind of give a better idea of what it would actually you have to do during. think they definitely would probably put their hand and I, I don't know. I don't know how you take a good measurement. Maybe just kind of trace around, but as you start to web things together, it yeah, so just doesn't always work out yeah. or, or, you know, however it happens. That's and true. They're intricate. It's, you know, just multiple pieces of metal forming and coming around and, you know, cause it's kind of ornate mm-hmm. work. So, you know, that's just how kind of how it goes, and you just don't know what ha- what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you hold it, and you're like, oh, "Okay, that's good," but then you really hold it, and you pick it up, and that weight kind of yeah. shifts on your yeah, hand. So true. then that, I would probably do it with like a glove on, you know, give yourself a yeah. little extra. Yeah, just to make sure if it is hitting, you would right. have, you know, just a little bit extra space there yeah. to build in. But. So then we move on to the strength test, which was a terracotta pot punch and then a birch log chop. Uh, so I was mentioning, I when he mentioned terracotta pot punch, punch. or whatever, <laughs> I was like, well, what are they going to do with that? And then it turns out he just took the, the guard, guard and just punch like it. punched it. And then he hacked at a couple birch logs like six times. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Eh, you know. It was interesting. I mean, 
they only showed the punch in slow motion. I think it was probably not very impressive in, in regular speed. It almost looked like he kind of got caught up both times and, and then just oh, really? kind of got pushed off the back a little bit. So I don't know that I, I get I get that that's what they're using for is like to test maybe the punching power you could still have in close combat or maybe um, the blocking power against another sword or, or anything just other you know they always explain it somehow but for that they didn't really I don't think they really explained what that was going to simulate right now when they when they talked about having that type of hilt on it and basket guard they mentioned it to. To protect against slashing, not for punching people in the face. I mean, uh, you, could. you could. Obviously, it makes sense. It would hurt. Yeah. It's, but Maybe yeah. it was also to test that the guard was attached well. That's a good point, to just test the strength. Because that is the point of all these tests, right? Yeah. Not what right. they do to the the, the, the terracotta punt, the pot or the, the birch logs, but what it does to their blades. So if, if when they punched it, it loosened up or something, yeah. then that mm-hmm. would be a, a point against them. Yeah. So Brad came out with a small deformation from the birch chop. Jeff did fine. And then it goes on to the sharpness test, uh, which is a rope cut, which releases a sandbag that then Dave just swipes at, and then it's two bags like that. So two ropes, two bags. And uh, Brad did well. Jeff had clean cuts. And at the end, I was really – I didn't know one way or the other who they were going to pick. Usually, yeah. kind of at the end of the show, I'm like, all right, kind of a feeling. But mm-hmm. this one, I it was really kind of a, I was like, well, I could, could go either way. And Jeff got the win. Yeah, he pulled it out. He Kudos got the to win. Jeff. He got the win on that one. I got the point. Yep, Teresa gets the underdog points <laughs> yep. there. Eventually, maybe we'll work out the point system and I'll Damn go it, through you know and how add to this do stuff it. up. Yeah. I just haven't done the points yet. Um, one thing we did forget to mention was there was a very good Doug Marcade a uh, background yes. shot oh, yeah. during Once the kill again. test. Yes. Oh, you got to love it when Doug is just in the background with the face. It's a yeah. smile. Put it up there. Put it up on the screen. Oh, it'll be there. Yeah, and it's right. a smile. And then yes. the first step in. Mm. <laughs> you see that's that big, that's a big, big grin. grin. You <laughs> see his cheeks. loves are... it. This, this, this ballistics dummy bloodlust <laughs> that he has. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doug, he, he makes the show really, really great sometimes, just the little Absolutely. things he does. He's so into it. Everybody is good, but Doug kind of takes the cake sometimes. So, Anyway, that's the episode. It was a good one. It was a very interesting competition. Uh, they definitely, I like that they changed it up with the coal forges and mm-hmm. making them find the, the scrap metal on the hill and all that good stuff. So that being said, that was Season 5, Episode 2, Shiavona. Uh, please... Like and like our videos, subscribe to the channel, comment on the videos, tell us if you want us to talk about anything else during these. And thanks for watching, and we'll catch you in the next one. Adios. Bye.